Welcome to Words, Words, Words. This is your host, Robert Tinajero. On today's episode, I'm talking about the term piggyback or piggybacking. And the reason I thought about this is because I've noticed over the last five years or so, when I'm having class discussions with my students, they love to say uh, they're going to piggyback off of something that somebody else said. Um, and I'm sure that students have um, been saying this in my class for a number of years, but I really noticed it about five years ago that they use that very often. And so I'm not exactly sure why or how that began to be more prevalent in my classes, uh, but it, it certainly is. I just had a class a couple of days ago and at least three of the students during the class discussion use that term piggyback. Um, and I definitely hear it in meetings and in other situations, but of all the meetings I go through throughout, let's say, uh, one academic year, um, I might hear it five, six times among my colleagues, uh, but I hear it way more uh, among my students in my classes. And so I've never really thought much about the phrase piggyback. Um, I guess I just always assumed that because it's piggy, it was connected to pig. And I was thinking this term must be old and maybe it's when people transported things often using animals, right? Like mules and donkeys and horses. And I just figured, well, maybe this come, came from uh, people putting sacks or bags or something on pigs. And so uh, when you when you like ride on somebody, like ride on their back, uh, we call it piggy banking. And so I thought that's where it came from and I never thought about it, uh, but it that isn't the case. Uh, I, I looked up uh, the term and I'm going to read from a website uh, called Today I Found Out and I kind of double checked it with a few other sources. Uh, but I'm going to read straight from the article uh, because I think it's, it's kind of interesting to understand the history of the term piggyback. So it says, to understand the logic behind the term piggyback, we must go back as far as the year 1564 or thereabouts. Back in the 16th century, goods were transported in packs that people carried on theirs or animals' backs. And so, side note, when I read that, I was like, okay, I must have been on the right track, right? Uh, putting a, a pack um, on a pig's back, that's where it came from, but not really. So, it says the term used to describe this uh, as pick pack. Uh, so, pick pack, both with P's because you would pick up a pack in order to carry it on your back. Seems logical. But how does the um, animal, the pig, fit into this phrase? So pick pack, with two Ps, eventually became pick a pack, which still makes sense, right? You pick up a pack and carry it on your back. Eventually, because an individual was picking a pack to carry on his or her back, the term pick a pack became pick a back, right? So they were picking the pack, they were picking it up and they were putting it on their back. So it kind of evolved into pick a back. Turns out though, that the insertion of the A, so in the middle of pick a back, caused a problem and ultimately paved the way for the original phrase pick pack 
to become piggyback. But how did that happen? So due to the pronunciation of the term uh, pack, um, pick a pack often sounded like pick a back, which sounded like piggyback. So the evolution of this term and phrase from pick a pack to, uh, to piggyback was a huge development right in, the, in, in this phrase. So of course, piggyback made no sense at all to those who didn't understand the progression of the phrase, which was pretty much everyone by the 18th and 19th centuries. Um, this ultimately gave rise to the term piggyback around this time for people carrying a pack on their back. And by the 1930s, the definition further progressed to describe riding on someone's back or shoulders, right? So we kind of have this evolution from pick a pack um, to pick pack to uh, pick up pack to piggy piggyback, right? And so we end up with this phrase piggyback. Once again, even the definition of the term kind of described not only picking up some sort of pack and putting it um, on your back, but it describes um, also just riding on someone's back or shoulders, right? So if I'm going to give a kid a piggyback ride, I'm putting them on my back or shoulders. But what's also interesting is that has now also evolved into not just a physical thing where you're physically putting something on your shoulders or back, but also in conversation and in discussions, um, it's meant to kind of attach what you're saying to what somebody else has said or kind of to add on to what that person has um, has said. So it's an interesting evolution of the term. And sometimes all it has to do is with an original phrase, the pronunciation changing and that turning into a whole new phrase. And this happens a lot with language. So my background is in rhetoric and not in linguistics. So I don't have a, a bunch of those examples, you know, um, on the on the tip of my brain. Um, but a lot of our language and every language has many of those instances where a term has a history that might be connected to a different language. But in many cases, it's an evolution of the pronunciation, and then we get an evolution of the definition as well. Um, so I always like to leave my listeners with um, something that they can do with this. And so I want you to notice when you're having conversations at work or with friends or family or if you're in school, how often do you hear this term uh, piggyback? Um, and have you do you hear it more in some places than others? Uh, have you heard it more lately than maybe you think you have in the past? Um, and you also may want to, um, you know, inform people about this kind of uh, history or evolution of the term um, that they're using often. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share, um, rate and review the podcast and have a great day.